Hello, everyone. This is Premier Chess National Master, Evan Raven, and I am excited to be here on the 100th and 11th edition of the Premier Chess Podcast with a special guest, Michael Whitehouse, the founder of I Know a Guy, who's a great uh, business coach, among many other things as well. And uh, he's actually presenting uh, a conference uh, in February, a virtual conference that I look forward to being uh, a guest speaker at. And, uh, yeah, we met uh, a couple months ago through BNI, and uh, it's my sincere pleasure to have you on. How are you doing today? Good, good. I'm happy, excited to be here. Uh, yeah, Conference 21 is going to be February 20th and 21st, conference21.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, Evan will definitely be the, you'll, you'll certainly be the, uh, the chess authority for the conference. Uh, we have a variety <laughs> of different people speaking about all kinds. Of, we actually have 27 confirmed speakers right now. Wow, that is uh, absolutely amazing. I think I actually even saw that on, on Facebook yesterday. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that's awesome. So uh, tell, for one, Mike, uh, you know, I talked about you, you know, on the surface, but uh, t- tell us a little bit more about what you do. Uh, sure, yes. So I'm, I'm Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. And uh, all that started actually back in 2017 when I wrote a book of the same name um, <laughs> because I was working as a print salesman back then. And I found that people weren't really acknowledging my variety of skills. I knew a lot about uh, networking and sales and marketing and had a lot to offer, but all they saw was a print salesman. So I said, well, if I write a book, it changes my title. My title goes from salesman to author. I wrote the book. Uh, It turned out that I ended up getting a better job and changed my title the old-fashioned way before that happened. And um, the book was actually somewhat delayed, but but, uh, the, the, the book, The Guy Who Knows a Guy, became kind of my brand um you know when you write a book on networking and you go to chamber events people tend to refer to you by it so people would say oh look there's a guy who knows a guy and when yeah, COVID and happened think that's really really cool to mention uh in fact the previous podcast guest that we've had jennifer wilkov uh she actually has a company your book is your hook mm-hmm. and one of the biggest things you know we were talking about is how you know your book basically becomes your business card Right. Um, so, by the way, I'm actually going to, this is the first time mentioning this uh, publicly on our podcast, but uh, I'm actually in the infancy stages of writing my first book. There you go. So, um, you know, stay, uh, you know, tuned, of course, for, you know, a lot more information. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I very much look forward to, uh, you know, keeping it. Uh, so, so tell me, uh, you know, just, just real quickly, uh, you know, wh- what is your book about and, you know, how, how has it uh, helped you over the years since you, uh, since you wrote it? Yeah, so, so the book um, is called The Guy Who Knows a Guy because when I moved to Southeast Connecticut in 2014, I knew absolutely no one. I had no network at all. I knew my wife. I knew me. I knew our unborn child who was my wife was carrying around internally at the time. And... I realized I needed to have a network. I needed one quickly. So I was kind of dove into both people going chamber events, networking events, any place I could to make connections. And two years later, I realized that I had a variety of connections that was broader than a lot of people who lived here for 40 years. Mm. And, you know, I, I knew all this because, you know, I knew it was people because I'd, I'd put the effort in and I'd follow the system. It wasn't that I have some magical talent at networking or I just have a, a natural natural knack for it i'm actually a little bit shy approaching new people to some degree although most people don't believe that and so i realized i had a system i could write it down and because i could write it down i could 
make a book out of it and help people. Uh, so you know, I wrote it all down and a lot of people looked at it and, and the feedback I get first off is it's helpful. It's got a lot of useful advice, uh, mindset concepts and you know, how to think of yourself as networking, how to approach it and a couple sales tips. Uh, but also a lot of the feedback I've gotten is it was fun to read. You know, people who will you say, oh, look, a networking book. I bet that's going to be a whole lot of fun. I can read it before bed, so it gets me ready to sleep. Uh, but but I, I put in some stories. I put in some jokes. I had some fun with it. Uh, and, and people give me a lot of feedback that it's, it's fun, you know, really fun and enjoyable. So, yeah, and that's what, what, what you said there is, is, is definitely interesting. And, um, you know, it's actually uh, something that has been talked about a few times, you know, on, on the podcast, uh, actually. Um, you know, a couple episodes ago, uh, you know, we had Jody Samuels on who, uh, like you and I actually are, are very big networkers. Um, you know, she's connected literally thousands of people. Mm -hmm. Um, she actually talks a lot about that in her book, uh, Chutzpah, Wisdom and Wine. <laughs> uh, she talks about the book on her podcast, but, um, you know, one thing that, you know, really shocked me both reading the book and listening to her on the podcast uh, is how she calls herself an introvert, mm -hmm. you know, by nature. Uh, and to me, like, wow, like I, I've met her many, many, many times. Like she's the last person I would consider, uh, you know, an introvert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it's, I, I, it's, it's an interesting situation. So Yeah, now I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm an introvert, but uh, I, I say I'm a shy extrovert. I like being around sure. people. I like connecting. If I don't connect, I start getting crabby and sad. Um, but I'm also not the kind of person who just naturally talks to strangers in the supermarket and can just walk up to someone and be like, hey, I sort of have to psych myself up for it. I need to get, you know, there, there's a process that happens before you see me come over and go, hey, it's not just a natural quick instinct. Um, so some of the things I talk about in the book are strategies to ease into a conversation. So like if you're in a networking environment, um, because, you know, so, uh, some people, they'll go into a networking environment and they'll say, oh, I don't know anybody here. So how am I going to meet anybody? Because they're not the mm. kind of person who just walks up and be like, hi, how you doing? I'm Michael Whitehouse. Uh, so so I give some some tips for kind of sliding into a conversation. Um, you know, like, 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 for example, one of them is is in most networking environments, people are, are looking to connect. You know, that's why they're there, uh, which is different from, say, a party where maybe they're there to see their friends. Networking event, in a networking uh, event, you're there to meet new people. That's why you went to a networking event. Um, and so because of that, because most people are at least a little bit shy to begin with, it's if you sort of make yourself available to talk to them. For example, if there's a group of people talking, you just kind of drift over to it, hang out uh, around the circle and mm -hmm. listen in. If you, you know, you might hear an opening where, where you can say, oh, I've got something useful interject. Or you might not hear an opening, but someone might notice you and say, oh, look, that person is new in our group and I don't know them. And they like to introduce themselves and connect with the new person in the circle because it's really easy because most people are a little bit shy about meeting new people. So if you're there and obviously looking to connect and all they have to do is turn their head and say, hello, welcome, instead of going to find someone else to connect with, uh, it really ties into that. And it, it makes it a lot easier to meet people without having to be really outgoing and yeah, you know, if you're outgoing and bombastic, you don't need my book. You just just do your thing and do it a lot. Um, but yeah, for the so, other 95%. In terms of networking, and you, I think, sort of alluded to this too, right? Um, you know, one of the reasons I, I do like B&I and some of the other, you know, networking groups that I'm part of 
you know, it, it does sort of take away the barrier sort of, uh, you know, talking about your business and this and that. Uh, you know, people are talking about the referrals that you give and, um, you know, everything else as well. Uh, that said, um, a previous podcast guest, Graham Dobbins, uh, once gave a networking training. And, uh, you know, he made this whole point about how pretty much everyone was there to sell, whether they knew it or not. Mm-hmm. And not a single person was there to buy. So it's important to figure out, uh, you know, how to, um, you know, basically, you know, promote yourself lightly, but of course, uh, you know, take into account, uh, you know, the importance of, um, you know, helping others uh, in a way. So um, if there's, as a big networker and, you know, author, business coach, uh, what is one or two major lessons you've actually learned about, uh, you know, networking and business development over the years? Thank you very much. Well, well, one thing that ties back to what you're saying with, with, uh, yeah, how everyone's there to sell, uh, everyone's there to, to, to receive value. Everyone wants to be better off for their experience, but that doesn't always necessarily mean selling. So I have a number of different ways I can have a positive outcome from a networking contact. Um, One is of course, they will hire me to be their coach uh, or they'll buy a product that is pretty clearly positive. They gave me money for stuff. That's how my business works. But another positive outcome is they might be a good speaker for conference 21 uh, in which case, you know, no money changes hands. They don't, they don't, they're not paying me to be there. I'm not paying them to be there. Um, but I'm getting another speaker. They're getting another opportunity to, to connect. Um, another positive outcome is that they could be a resource for me to refer. If somebody does something uh, that's unique that, you know, cause there, there's some categories, uh, realtors, attorneys, bankers, insurance guys, where my challenge is more, which one of the many I know should I refer um, but hmm. if it's something like, say, um, you know, say you, you know, a chess instructor, I know <laughs> exactly one chess instructor. Uh, I know two people who can help you write a book, um, Bruce Jones, right. Lisa Saunders. And, um, you know, so if somebody's thinking, oh, I'm thinking about writing a book, I don't know how to get started. Well, let me introduce you to Bruce Jones and Lisa Saunders. Um, meeting both of them made my network stronger and more robust. Um, right. Yeah, so, so people who are unique in my network, when somebody says, hey, I need this. So that's someone who, whether they buy from me or not, they, they provide value simply by becoming part of my network and me being able to refer to them. Uh, so that's another way it's valuable. Another way is uh, I'm, I'm launching a pair of podcasts going to 2021 that are uh, you know motivational message podcasts. And podcasts, what I need is not your money, I need your, your attention and your love. Um, mm. You know, the real value I get from a podcast from someone with the podcast is I'm going to need to get a lot of ratings and reviews and people to share the links and say, Hey, this is pretty cool. That doesn't cost right. anything. So yeah. It's, it's kind of a purchase, but it doesn't involve giving me money. And if you like it, uh, cause it's going to be fairly unique. It's actually going to be a uh, daily motivational message set to music. Right. So you, know, you go on YouTube, you find those motivational messages that are all, some of them are recordings are 25 years old, put to some American music. And it's great, uh, but, but there's kind of a, you, know, you have to like go on YouTube and search it out and whatnot. And this is going to be something where every morning, you open up your podcast player, hit play, and there's a new message for you for that day. 
Um, and I haven't found anything yeah, and, else. Yeah, and, in- and you raised, uh, you know, a very important yep. point. You know, probably the number one point, lesson I've actually learned in sales is there always needs to be value. You know, each yeah. meeting, every single phone call, every single thing you do needs to be value. And, you know, like like you, I, I know a lot of real estate brokers, I know a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, but, uh, you know, there are other ways to always help. You know, case mm-hmm. in point, you know, do I know a couple other business coaches? Yes, I do. Um, you know, but this is, you know, kind of my way of, you know, kind of introducing you essentially to my whole network, mm-hmm. right. By having you on the podcast. Yep. Um, but you know, I've also had, you know, some other business coaches on the podcast, right. So, um, it's a good way of, uh, you know, promoting everyone, uh, you know, if you will. So, um, yeah, Mike, well, well, thank you so much. Uh, you know, it's great learning, uh, you know, a little bit more about, uh, you know, anything that you do. I, I really do look forward to this, you know, virtual conference in mm-hmm. February, um, you know, learning about your book and networking, uh, you know, the importance of value, um, and sort of in a meta way, uh, you know, talking about podcasting um, yep. and, and its benefits. Um, is there anything else uh, you'd like to add about your, what you do and your, your services? Uh, well, so, so my, my main services that I, I talk about less because I have so many other things going on. Um, but you know, the main thing I do is I help people figure out, you know, figure out where to go next. Um, and sometimes a lot of people I talk to are currently working at a job, which is, you know, pays the bills, but they don't love it or doesn't pay the bills and they don't love it. And so I help them discover their entrepreneurial opportunities. Uh, I'm working with one person who is, who I'm helping to build her, her art business. You know, she's an artist and, going beyond just galleries and traditional art sales into things like uh, Patreon and uh, selling prints or whatnot. But, but everyone's got, everyone has some talent or some monetizable ability. So I help them discover that. Or, uh, you know, if somebody is in business, they know what their talent and their ability is. Maybe they just need to focus. And um, well, I created something called the skills plus uh, accountability equals success system, which spells SAS because everyone needs more SAS in their business. And, uh, so with the, with the SAS program, that is kind of a group coaching accountability. The main core of it is a place to check in every single week to say, here's what I got done this week. Here's what I'm thinking about next. Because oftentimes, just a matter of you need someone to share the ideas with. And even as you're saying it, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do this and this. And, and I say it out loud. It doesn't sound very good. Um, but if you're all in your own head, you'll get three weeks into a project before you realize, wait a minute, what am I doing? Oh, I got distracted again. So it's kind of creating that that supportive group of entrepreneurs to keep them uh, keep them connected. So that's that's kind of my main business is the the coaching and supporting and uh, helping people stay focused. And and then of course with the network, as I'm coaching someone, if they need you know someone to build out their social media, they need their website, they need a copywriter, they need um, any of those particular things. I've got someone to refer out to, um, you know, specifically to help in those those particular areas. Um, that's the main well, thing. after all, you are the guy who knows the guy, right? Yep. So, uh, yeah, if anyone, uh, you know, would like to learn more about, you know, your coaching practice, the upcoming conference in February, um, or may just need a connection, uh, what would be the best way to reach you? They should go to guywhoknowsaguy.com. Uh, so it's not, there's no the on the front of it. It's just guywhoknowsaguy.com. For that, that's my general website that has links uh, to contact me as well as some of the other programs. And then for the conference, which at, that just reminded me, I really need to put a Conference 21 link on my main website, uh, is conference21.com. So it's Conference 21 because uh, we're celebrating 2021. The best thing about 2021 is it's not 2020.
<laughs> yeah, and, and that's actually how we picked the date. Um, because I said, wait, what if it was the twentieth to the twenty-first? How would that work? Oh, it's a Saturday and a Sunday. Perfect. So the date's actually 2 2021. Got it. Got yep. It. So well, thank you so much, Mike. Uh, again, aka the guy who knows a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for coming on the podcast. And uh, by the way, I look forward to coming on yours in a few weeks. So awesome. Yeah, I look so forward to that as well. And, uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Yes, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me on the show.